The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord make his paths straight. Now John wore, camels, wore, wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Good morning and greetings from all of us at St. Mary's Episcopal School, where I am head chaplain. I spend five days a week in this very space, your nave, for daily chapel. And I was thrilled when Father Sandy asked me to preach during my favorite season of Advent, and I had been hoping to work in a John the Baptist, you brood of vipers insult. <laughs> but I have been greeted so warmly and so gently by your parish, by your clergy and your staff who support me in music, the use of this building, and general spiritual advice. As a priest, I long to see our church make an impact beyond these walls 
And after my short time, only since July of this year, as chaplain, I am now a big believer in Episcopal schools and in our unique ability as Episcopalians to share Christ in word, but more importantly, an example to our students and our families. So thank you for all of the ways that your parish allows that holy work to happen on this campus. And now, on this second Sunday of Advent, we must switch gears and give that fiery baptizing prophet the attention he demands. In our gospel today, John the Baptist knows that the Christ and his ministry are at hand, and so he begins his work as the last great prophet to the light. Like Elijah, Isaiah, and Moses, and all the major prophets of Israel, John joins a long line of human voice speaking the word of God to the people. That is, until the word, the light, the Christ, appears. John does this in a way that catches the eyes and the ears of many in Israel. And it's not just the spectacle of his weird diet and his strange wardrobe that draw people to the wilderness to see him. His word is truth, and it is open to everyone, and many come to believe. Even some unexpected folks show up, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, to see what this is all about. And for them, John's words are stern. His tone is angry. Repent, you brood of vipers. Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? If you wonder why John was so fervent, imagine being the prophet set aside to tell others to prepare the way. And yet, the ones who claim to know the God of Israel are the ones who are content to keep doing what they've always done. That is the opposite of repentance, by the way, which means turning around, changing course, and going a new way. Don't tell me we have Abraham as our ancestor, he bellows at them. Even these stones could rise up to be the children of Abraham. I don't know if it's worse to be compared to a poisonous snake or a rock, but that frustration combined with great urgency for the most important mission of salvation means that someone had to be the one crying out. And you can't do better than a prophetic voice for that. John's words cut right to the matter bear fruit or be cut down. It was a joy for me this week to speak to the St. Mary's middle and upper school students about the St. Mary, their namesake. I know I'm reaching a little bit ahead in Advent here, but Mary is a prophet in her own right, and she sings in her Magnificat about who will be cut down and who will be raised up. I reminded the girls that Mary might be portrayed as meek and mild, but scripture tells us she was fearlessly faithful and bold in her choice to bear fruit, literally bearing the Christ, and was just as bold in her self-confidence because she believed that a lowly young girl like herself had a place in ushering in a revolution, a love revolution, and it began with the care of the outcast. No wonder her son kept the company he did. At a school or a workplace or a church, it may mean noticing who is lonely, who is ignored. 
It's my job to whisper in their ears or shout in their faces that fearless living is as much about standing up for the people who sit on the sidelines as it is about finding success in the ways the world already recognizes. That's the kind of love revolution Mary believed about the world her son would bring. And it's what John the Baptist was preparing people to repent and turn around in order to follow. The prophets tell the truth in their own tone and each in their own way. But one distinguishing characteristic of a prophet is that their word will disturb the comfortable so that then the comfortable may repent and change course of action and then comfort the disturbed. John the Baptist was furious at the apathy of religious men who came claiming to rely on their heritage instead of on their fruits of righteousness. With the era of the Christ drawing near, John felt the same anticipation and urgency that we are to feel in Advent when we are reminded, keep awake, keep alert, keep watch. If you find yourself bothered by the prophet and his words, good, Advent is doing its job in you. The apathy of a comfortable life needs the blunt reminder that your purpose, your meaning in life is to bear good fruit for change in God's world. It matters what you do. It matters how you live. Life is short and the end is near for all of us. The work of defending the needy and rescuing the poor is not over. What level of priority do these others who need your comfort have in your life? You will know the fruit by how you spend your time, your thoughts, your money, your actions. Christianity is not a self-righteous, rule-oriented religion. It is more the empowered people of Jesus sent to do an impossible task of being Christ's hands and feet in the world. If we, as the body of Christ, aren't doing it, who will? So John and every other prophet's hope is that we will pick up that task. He leaves the judgment and the refining to Jesus. Advent is a season in which we Christians intentionally practice the art of waiting. We wait for the celebration of Christmas. We wait for an answer to something about which we've prayed for so long. We wait to be released from deep darkness because we know that the hope and the experience we have in the fact that God always comes to us. And then, as Advent works on us, we learn to wait to hear the word of the Lord guiding the course of our lives. My prayer for you this Advent is that as the church, you will be countercultural as you slow down, keep watch, and listen. And when the voice of the Lord, be it empowering like our Mary, soft like the Spirit, or cutting like John the Baptist, when a voice reaches your soul this season, that you too will allow yourself to feel the discomfort that a repentant, changed life will bring. Then I trust that in your discomfort, you will comfort a world that is crying out with all of its might to see a savior and a people of the light. Amen.